this is the episode we have all been waiting for on the Word of Winnie podcast. My name is Winifred Ndragwani. See, I am very happy to be doing this episode for several reasons. First of all, the fact that we had to do a lot of preparations to do this episode in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I have wanted to do this for the longest time. And I'm glad that finally we got a medical practitioner to answer the questions that we asked. So I sent out a link on Instagram for people to ask him their questions regarding problems on vaginal issues, contraceptives, vaginal discharge, hormonal imbalance, basically vaginal care, everything that has to do with female sexual health. And people sent in their questions. So between the time of releasing this episode and the time when people sent in their questions, a lot has happened. And the one that really made me angry was I started seeing men, you know, giving some form of advice on vaginal care. And I'm wondering, you don't have a vagina. You don't even, you're not a medical practitioner. You don't even know how to locate certain things. And you want to be giving me advice on how to take care of my body. Really? So I said to myself, we have to do this episode as soon as possible because I'm tired of listening to hearsay and I'm tired of, you know, listening to men that are not experts tell me about my own body that they don't have experience on. I had a conversation with Dr. JMK and I'm happy to inform you that we have been able to answer all the questions that were sent in on our Instagram, on the anonymous link I sent. Again, I want to thank you for the turnout. I did not even expect that people were going to participate, but the participation was crazy. Dr. JMK, Dr. Olajumoke Ogumola is a specialist in obstetrics and gynecology. She is a female healthy living enthusiast and advocate. She's also, of course, a health educator. She helps women get clarity on how to prioritize their health and themselves. Hello, Jumoke. So um, I was saying earlier that we have so many questions, but we just wish we had somebody to answer the questions. Concerning female sexual health, is there something in particular that you have like at the, the back of your mind that you feel you wish someone out there really knew? You know, is there something in particular that you wanted to speak about so bad concerning female sexual health that you felt like if you had an opportunity to address a couple of young girls, you would do that? Yeah. Okay. So thank you for that. Um, it's really um a privilege to be here. All right. So one of the things, there are a couple of things, but let me pick on this because that's the one that really comes to mind right now is mm. it might not be something that is, you know, common out there or in vogue, but at the end of the day is the female that suffers the most. Like you said, young girls out there. Because mm-hmm. I've treated a couple of young girls. And that is sexual, unprotected sexual intercourse. Uh-huh. So let's put it this way. You know, when they say ABC, meaning abstaining, of course, we say a lot of people we say they can body no be firewood, they can't hold their body. But if you know fit old body, I beg, use condom. Mm. For your own sake, because women actually, Bear the brunt more because they are like reservoirs. They receive. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of times they don't even really show the infection or the impact of what they are doing early enough compared to compared to men. Men. So it's important 
that they protect themselves. There are so many infections that you would you would have acquired engaging in unprotected sexual intercourse that are silent, that you don't even know, like chlamydia, like on, on, until it has really wrecked the havoc, you know. Yeah. Before you start, you know, seeing the effects, maybe later that way you're trying to get pregnant and all, all that. So another thing is that it can also tilt you because of that infection, it can also tilt you or predispose you to ectopic pregnancy. I see a lot of young girls coming to the hospital, even the guy that impregnated, they will not even follow, you know, hmm. they're not all there alone. So I think I want to get that out there, that at least if you know your own body or you can abstain, please protect yourself. Thank you. Mm. That's really, to be honest, that's, <laughs> I think that's just like at the core of everything. That's at the core of everything. So let me just jump right into the questions that some of my listeners sent to me. And the first one I have here is, my girlfriend and I weren't exactly wise. She used pills to terminate at three weeks for me about four times. Now I want to get married to her, but we're scared. Are there tests we can do to be sure everything is okay? We were so young and foolish. Um, okay, thank you for that. Right, you judge yourself. <laughs> um, first and foremost, stay three weeks. Nobody knows they are pregnant in three weeks. Okay, so maybe adjust that because at least you will miss your period. Yeah, miss your period at least is a period of four weeks, except your wife's um, menstrual cycle is 21 days. So most times it's not three weeks. I'm just trying to correct that. Okay. That's a side. Um, there are tests. I think you need to see OBGY and your um, gynecologist. They would um, request for some investigations like hormonal profile, or you check. Then if there are other things, since you didn't do any instrumental termination, if you had done instrumental termination, meaning they used the instrument to terminate the pregnancy, not just pills. Um, I would have so said you should do what we call um, HSG. You can also still do it. It's not only termination of pregnancy that can block the fallopian tube. Infections too can block it. It's like sexually transmitted um, infection can also cause havoc there. So you can also do HSG for your wife. All right, a couple of things. Do ultrasound scan just to check the, the womb. Any any abnormality like uterine fiber, um, any other thing that might be there. Mm, that's interesting. It really is good to know that there is that. Okay, so I'm going to um, quickly jump on the next question. You know, you said that we should go to like an OBGYN, but like in Nigeria especially, we don't um, we don't know where to go. So how do we even know these OBGYN people in the first place? Like how do we know which doctor to go to? Because sometimes I think the fact that we don't even know where to go could contribute to some of these challenges that um, some ladies face. All right, thank you. Oh. You do not go to um, an um, gynecologist. Just, it's not a walk-in 
um, clinic, you have to be referred. So meaning that a doctor, a general doctor, we call them general practitioner or family physician must have seen you. So if they can't undo it, if they think you need the attention of a specialist, then you'll be referred to us. Do you understand? It's not a working clinic. Oh, okay. We can also request that I would love to see a gynecologist, but they would do their due diligence to before they refer, because you might be thinking this is what you have or this is what you need, and it might not be. Do you understand? So instead of wasting your time, it's better you see a general practitioner or a family physician first, then they would um, advise you appropriately. Okay. All right. So let's quickly jump into the next question that we have here. And this person says, these yoni pills and feminine wash that we see on Instagram, are they really safe to use? Because sometimes I feel like I do need a detox down there to flush out bad blood and any remnants or, or something, but I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> I, I get this question a lot. And I tell people, like when you say you need detox down there, please, what are you looking for there? It causes more harm than weed. So vagina is a self-cleansing, permit me to use the word organ. Organ, yes. <laughs> you understand? You yeah. don't need to clean it. There is a pH, meaning there's a particular condition. It has to be like a it, like an like an environment, there is a set standard and it's very delicate. So all these things that we do, that you put your hand inside, in fact, some people will tell me that they come to ah, that they clean their vagina. In fact, they, they have a gun that like like a like a injection that they'll shoot it in. You see a lot of things coming. You are just you're just causing more wreck there. Medically, then we don't have a lot of, you know, research to prove that these people, these things are like, um, you have to be using it for life. That kind of thing. Uh, well, pills, these, um, I saw another question about, maybe I should just pick the two together about these um, cookies, cookies, um, um, supplements. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's only contained boric acid. Sometimes we use boric acid for patients that have been having recurrent vaginal discharge, maybe yeast infection, but research has not proven that you should continue to use it for life. Do you understand? Don't use yeah. it more than it's been prescribed. It's not okay. something that one company will now tell you so that you can smell well down. There is a particular vagina smell. There's a, there's a particular smell. Don't come and be smelling. You want to smell like strawberry. No. <laughs> no. Actually, vagina is not supposed to smell like strawberry. <laughs> yeah, and you will smell fresh. How? Yeah, a, even if you wash it, there will still be a particular smell. It might not be offensive. So it is when it's offensive that the, the vagina has its own smell. So don't go and be looking for the one that will tell you, you smell like apple, you smell like a mint. 
<laughs> okay, I'm like that. Saying, I'm not saying yeah. um, feminine wash. You can just wash the outside. What I'm trying to say is that don't go inside. Leave it for the creator that has created it. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing like fun. there's nothing like detox to flush out bad blood. You know they always say, oh, bad blood from ruminants from infection and all those things that they always say. <laughs> Where is the bad blood coming? Is it your menstrual blood that you're calling bad? bad? Why don't you go inside your womb that is coming from? Not <laughs> that drawing that will go inside. So they are just selling products to you because actually this bad blood they are claiming that is coming from infection. How? The only time, I mean, more often than not, is your menstrual blood. And it comes from your womb. So have they found that injection that will go inside your womb and go and be washing it? No. It's just products that you're trying mm. to sell. Do you understand? Yeah. I, I, yeah. When you have infection, go to your GP or your family physician, if they think you need to be seen by a gynecologist, they will refer you to us. Do you understand? All these things are just companies trying to sell their product. Yeah. I'm saying, you can use feminine wash, maybe outside, the vulva, maybe, you know, there's this discharge just around, you know. Yes. You can use yes. But don't, don't say you're douching, you're putting your hand inside your vagina, saying you're washing, when you finish washing, you feel clean. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> I have I have a rare question on this very rare question. So I know that, or I hear people say that when they use pills for all forms of uh, maybe termination or excavation or something, they bleed. Is it possible that sometimes there could be blood that has not finished coming out? <laughs> it will eventually come out. Do you understand? Okay. You will definitely bleed now. You're trying to terminate pregnancy. You will bleed. Yeah. That's the evidence that you have terminated the pregnancy, except you were not pregnant in the first instance. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you will definitely bleed. And uh, it will come out. It takes days, you know, sometimes weeks for it to, uh, you know, finish. You still the dropping, but you will notice that it's reducing and it's changing. The, the color is changing. It will be bright red. It will become dark red, pinkish. You know, it's it will change. Yeah. It will not change. Do okay. you understand? Yeah. Is it possible for you not to finish coming out? Yeah, there's something we call retained product of conception. That maybe a couple of weeks after or two days, you'll still be feeling abdominal pain. So it shows that there's still something inside. So it depends on the age of the pregnancy you are botting it. You understand? Wow. So some people still came back to us to say that then you still be spotting, you still be seeing blood, and there'll be foul smelling. They had signs for that. You know, it, it, you still be having abdominal or something that you scan it shows that we can take care of that one for you. Okay, that really answers that question. Quickly into the next one, they said, are there products for hormonal imbalance are there medications actually according to what the person says are there medications for hormonal imbalance oh my god that's another thing that would have put out there you know um i like to get my patients to understand what i'm trying to say i, I don't usually use medical jargons with patients okay okay so when you say this hormonal imbalance who told you? Where did you see it? 
what are the the cause a specialist will not tell you that there's it's it's a conglomerate of symptoms it's not just hormonal imbalance so maybe it makes them feel better when they use the word hormonal imbalance do you understand uh, there yeah, are other things going on happening in your body it's not just about that hormonal imbalance. So I hear people just come to me, just put down on hormonal imbalance. In my mind, I'm like, you have a barrage of issues. You're just picking one. So let us face your issue. Don't, let's treat you as it is. Do you understand? Okay. These things that they call hormonal imbalance is what we call polycystic ovarian syndrome. There can be polycystic ovarian disease. But you have to come, we have to examine you, we have to interact with you, we have to send you for, for some tests, and then we now reach a conclusion, then we now chart the course of your treatment. So okay. I cannot be asking you now and say, what can you use for hormonal imbalance? There might be more issues. Mm. Okay, that's deep. Because I hear people say things like, for example, the usage of um, of contraceptives, right so they'll see things like oh these things can cause um hormonal imbalance so i think that the person who asked such a question may be coming from that angle of because i know that on some contraceptive um packs they'll tell you something like this pill is likely to cause hormonal imbalance especially when you use it in a cycle maybe more than once in a cycle for example you know so, so like i'm thinking in that line that what if that's what the person is trying to say just come to the hospital don't say my friend has the same thing or something treatments mm. are always individualized yeah the reason why i brought this up this contraceptive thing is there's another question here let me read it it says what can i do i took too many contraceptives last year and my period is very irregular I experience smelly discharge and I don't want it to affect my fertility and female health. Please, who can I talk to? I also, I've heard these things are expensive. So what are they taking? Is it the postinol too? Or Most likely. I mean, these are the common ones. <laughs> Most likely. So, okay, so they, what, what, what the person is trying to say is that I, I tried to prevent pregnancy, I terminated or something too many and which is dangerous mm. we advise that you don't use it too often it's not something you're supposed to be using like paracetamol mm -hmm. it can actually it can it can even predispose you to ectopic pregnancy you the patient uh, the person is so lucky thank you god do you understand you shouldn't Okay. Again, shouldn't even use it more than two in a cycle. That means you can't use it twice, more than twice in a month. Yeah. See people that their go-to drug. I prefer to skin sex. And you are not married. The person you're having sex with is having sex with ten other people randomly, the same way you're doing. So you don't actually know how many people you're having sex with. Mm-hmm. So what happens in a case where you know you know it has happened, it has happened, and now it has caused their period to be very irregular. And like this lady said, it's now very irregular. She now experiences smelly discharge and all those things, and she doesn't want it to affect her fertility. 
Ah, oh, I pray not. We don't know how far this has gone. I'm not trying to scare the person. I'm just trying to say that it might be nothing and it might be something serious. So you need to go to the hospital. They need to check, for instance, it's affecting, you said your period is not irregular. We need to check your hormone profile, profile to know, oh, do you have, um, are they in the normal, you know, range? Or there's an imbalance. Let me use the favorite word. There's an mm -hmm. imbalance in the hormone. Yeah. Um, or you're also dealing with infections. Because smelly discharge, one of the first things that would come to mind is maybe you have an infection. Do you understand? So yeah. it's beyond just thinking, oh, it's causing um, the pills, it's causing the hormonal imbalance or something. You haven't smelly. So you need to be properly checked. You need to take sample from that place, take it to the lab, get it checked, then treat you appropriately. Okay. The person also says at the end, also I've heard these things are expensive. And I think this is a myth that I would really love for you to debunk immediately. How expensive are these things? Like, I mean, actually getting proper vaginal check and all these things. It's something like proper vaginal check. Not like there's nothing. We don't do it that way. Yeah. Jordan, if you leave this vagina. It's as if that, okay, well, no, that's actually some people's um, um, office, you know, that's where they get their money. So I understand now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just trying to tell myself, maybe that's why there's so much attention to, to this vagina. Do you understand? That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm not just saying, um, I'm talking as a doctor now, because actually that is where some people make their money. So we need to also take them into consideration. So um, I think just come to the hospital. Yeah. Go to a go to a government hospital. That's the cheapest you can get, and you get your investigation. So maybe say, oh, the line is too much. I cannot. Blah blah blah. Then of course, if you want to go to a private hospital, you have to pay the money. Okay. All right. So very quickly into the next question, someone says. I once treated an infection from using public toilets. Then six years, six years later, I got infected with staphylococcus from my fiancé, which I treated. How do I know if it's all gone? And how do I get my health back to 100? <laughs> what do I need to do, please? I don't think anybody has 100% health. Mm, that's why I chuckled at that point. Yeah, so that's, I think I've answered that. Seven, yeah. Um where both of them treated. Because mm -hmm. if you just get yourself treated alone, if you are suspecting, you're the one that said from your partner, you're suspecting your partner, if you didn't get treated, he will infect you. So, usually, yes, usually we um, treat the couple or the partners together. Then how do you get checked? Um, then, Come in and we do eye vagina swab, endocervical swab for you and see if there is anything that will be cultured. Uh, so basically just go to the hospital. I mean, we need to yeah. even put it out there as much as possible, please. Everybody, if you, any little thing you suspect, just go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. Yeah, you know, it, it, it baffles me, yeah? But mm -hmm. it's our health that we think we know much, we know our body. 
you didn't go to school for it. You say, I know myself. I know myself. But I ask those people, when they come in, I ask them, if your car develops sports, or your TV, or let's say your car, let's use your car, do you sit down there and start eating the, the engine or start opening things and cutting wires? Do you? Won't you call your mechanics and ask? It is only in health that I see people start, you know, prescribing things for, for them for themselves and or go to a, a, a chemist. They will pack like 10 drugs and say, oh, God, this one will work. You drink it. You won't actually go to the proper professionals. You know, I think people at least won't say, get into the hospital, get a check. Can't say, yeah, I don't think it's bad. That's right. Something that we should cultivate. That's right. So the next question, what does, I, th I think this one is not something we haven't really touched on. So this person says, what does spotting in between a cycle mean? Also, I sometimes experience the, the smell of blood after sex and smelly discharge. I hope there's no problem. <laughs> okay, so... Let me start from this um, blood, smell of blood after sexual intercourse. How old is this person? It's very important. Has she, has she done pap smear? Okay, so I need to put that out there too. Pap smear is what we recommend for every woman from 21 to 65 in their reproductive age to do. Uh, it could be different things. It could be cervicitis. It could be different things. Um, does she feel pain when she's having sexual intercourse? And where is she feeling the pain? Is it outside? Is it inside? There's a couple of questions I will have to ask to be able to help the person, which is not possible right now. So um, another thing she said in between periods, that can yeah. also... A couple of things. Um, one of the commonest things that the person should think is not normal for you to bleed in between period. It could be that um, the person has, that's why it's important for the age, what we call polycystic ovarian syndrome. The same thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot right out there right now. There are a lot of people. That's why this hormonal imbalance is so common. There are a lot of people dealing with that. You know, it could also be that the person has endometriosis can be that the person has um, uh, what we call uh, uterine fibroid too, but it's not as common you having intermestral bleeding with uterine fibroid, but it could be also be something you should check yourself for. So I think on, until we see the person. Okay. So um, I think this is the last question here. There are a lot of other questions which you already even touched on. I mean, like the questions also when there was asked, a question on supplements so you already um addressed that as well but then just out of curiosity what supplements or food are best for female vaginal health now this is just you know how they say things like you know women we as women we need these um nutritional supplements sometimes so what if you know you're just taking the supplements just for your for your female health is there something like that? You know, what are these supplements that you think are good? I mean, supplements like, you know, we hear things like, oh, supplements are high in vitamin D or supplements are high in this or that. So what do you think? Okay, I think any supplement that is good for your body will be good for your vagina. 
So there's okay. a thing called um, probiotics. That, that, that's another thing they push a lot. That is good. It maintains the vagina pH. Um, um, it's very good. Yeah, but we, we, we really medically, this, we cannot categorically push it as, okay, yeah, be taking it and, and it's, it's fine. You take it every day and everything will be well with you. No. So those are the things that they put in those supplements that they push that is for women wellness. Yeah. They understand. Just eat balanced diet, good food. Don't tamper with that, please. Wash it mm. well. If you are, check yourself. Those are the more the important, more important things for you to. If you notice abnormal vaginal discharge, go to the hospital, get treated properly. Do you understand? Mm. Do your yeah. which you're supposed to do every three years. You know? So mm. those are the things I would I would I'll focus on than all the supplements they take. As a with the um, more important things you should even take that it has been medically proven is folic acid. That is okay. especially for females that are trying to get pregnant. Everybody, if you are even in your reproductive age. You should always take folic acid every day. Other supplements, inositol, I've seen inositol uh, for people, especially people that are, they have um, this hormonal imbalance or PCOS. All right. So, so far, I think you have answered majorly of all the questions. There are also some people who complain a lot about menstrual cramps. <laughs> and someone says, yeah. please, I hate my menstrual cramps. What can I do about them? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, it can. It that there are different causes of that. Do you understand? But one of mm -hmm. the things that we have noticed is that these people that have severe cramps, it might actually be a condition called endometriosis. So you mm -hmm. need to go to the hospital. Don't assume that you always have menstrual pain, and it's more than everybody. It might be something more than menstrual pain some people it wants in their family or some people there's actually a problem underlying problem it can be managed it can be managed but it's not something that that is one of that is cured it's just it can be managed <laughs> yeah uh, i think i understand that I am super thankful to Dr. JMK for coming on the podcast to answer the questions that we sent in. If you have any questions at all relating to female sexual health, please send them in on Instagram. Send a message to at the word of Winnie podcast, the word of Winnie podcast on Instagram. And I will definitely reach out. Don't worry. I respect the confidential and sensitive nature of these issues. But if you want to reach out to Dr. JMK, like personally, please send her a message on shehealth underscore with doc jmk she health underscore with doc jmk don't forget to follow her and go through her page for health education and advice also you know that by now you should be following this podcast so please follow this podcast at the word of winnie podcast for updates and you know if we have any opportunity like this again to bring on somebody we will definitely be updating on the instagram page asking for questions i do not want you to miss that opportunity okay don't forget to comment what you think about this episode. Share this episode with your friends. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.